hang on. Oh, would you look at that? Got it. Hello, and welcome to the Boom Tequila Podcast with your host, I'm Erin. And I'm Jody. Good evening. <laughs> In honor of spooky season, I thought it would be really fun for us all to pull up a chair around the campfire in the middle of the woods, put a flashlight under our chins, grab some marshmallows and make some s'mores while we listen to some spooky stories. Our first story is from a woman about her daughter. When my daughter was two, I found her twirling paper towel tubes tied with twine in the air. I asked her what she was doing. She said she was practicing her nunchucks. I was very confused as she'd have no way of knowing what they were. I asked her what she meant and she said that Adam had told her how to make them and show her each night how to use them. She went on to say that Adam told her to practice because she may need to know how to defend herself someday. I almost freaked out, but asked her what Adam looked like. She said he was tall, blonde, and had blue eyes. She said, Mommy, you know what he looks like. You know him. He died of a headache. I had to leave the room. You see, four months before she was born, my tall, blonde, blue-eyed martial arts pro friend had died of a brain aneurysm at the age of 27. She's not spoken of him since that day, so I'm not sure if I scared her with my reaction or if she had completed her lessons. Are you scared? That's so crazy. <laughs> I tried not to have the really, like, spooky, creepy creature stories. Like, like ones that would, like, give you nightmares or whatever. Ones that would give you nightmares. <laughs> 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 You're like you specifically. No, I knew going into this because I knew like around Halloween, I really wanted to do some kind of scary stories episode. But if you guys didn't know this about Erin, she does not like scary stuff. <laughs> like at all. <laughs> like I like, I, I think that the paranormal stuff is interesting or like light scary, but if it's like really dark scary, it's just too much for you. <laughs> So, so these might even be like, you know, if you want to, if you want to listen with your kids, they won't be that bad. Oh my gosh. <laughs> no, some of, them, some of them are scary. Like we, I had a few people send some of these in and I know um, some of these were found online, but they're just some good, some good spooky stories. All right. So this next story actually seems kind of sweet at first. Uh, it says, when my sister Becky and I were kids, our family lived for a while in a charming old farmhouse. We loved exploring its dusty corners and climbing the apple tree in the backyard, but our favorite thing was the ghost. We called her mother because she seemed so kind and nurturing. Some mornings, Betsy and I would wake up and on each of our nightstands, we'd find a cup that hadn't been there the night before. Mother had left them there. Worried that we'd get thirsty during the night, she just wanted to take care of us. Among the home's original furnishings was an antique wooden chair, which we kept against the back of the wall of the living room. Whenever we were preoccupied watching TV or playing a game, Mother would inch that chair forward across the room toward us. Sometimes she'd manage to move it all the way to the center of the room. We always felt sad putting it back against the wall. Mother just wanted to be near us. Years later, long after we'd moved out, I found an old newspaper article about the farmhouse's original occupant, a widow. 
she'd murdered her two children by giving them each a cup of poisoned milk before bed. Then she hung herself. The article included a photo of the farmhouse's living room with a woman's body hanging from a beam. Beneath her, knocked over, was that old wooden chair placed exactly in the center of the room. That is so creepy. And part of me wonders if it's if it's a real one, just because what article would actually show the person hanging in the room? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you'd think the first thing they would do is get the person down. Why would yeah, they Yeah, because have... most of the time they don't even, like, pol- the police don't release those pictures even to, no, unless like, it's... family and stuff. They definitely don't usually release them to the public. But if it was a really old story, maybe, like, a long yeah. time ago, maybe they used to do that. I think what they used to do for articles, too, was they would have, like, drawings done of, like, to set the scene. So maybe that was it. But either mm. way, that's really creepy. That is creepy. I, like, they thought it was sweet, and then I it's, know. like... I still, like, no matter how nice a ghost would be, I don't... I would still be freaked out, no matter what. Like just, I would. No. I would. And the fact that they're finding stuff next to their on their nightstands like while so like this ghost is just hanging out while you're like sleeping right next to you yeah like it would creep you out like what if you're like i don't know just like anything like like i don't want to feel like people are watching me yeah even if they're ghost people yeah no we need some privacy thanks yeah (laughs) okay this one is pretty creepy this guy thinks someone is messing with him, but is it someone or something? Last night, a friend rushed me out of the house to catch the opening act at a local bar's music night. After a few drinks, I realized my phone wasn't in my pocket. I checked the table we were sitting at, the bar, the bathrooms, and after no luck, I used my friend's phone to call mine. After two rings, someone answered, gave out a low, raspy giggle, and hung up. They didn't answer again. Eventually gave it up as a lost cause and headed home. I found my phone laying on my nightstand right where I left it. That's really creepy. Yeah. I assume they lived alone. And it's not like. <laughs> oh, All right. right. That, that would make sense if they didn't. But yeah. It, I feel like it wouldn't be a scary story then if yeah. that was, if they were like, it was my mom. <laughs> <laughs> she answered it. <laughs> She's, she was she's like, real raspy. She was like, you left your phone at home again. Okay, um, this next one says, My boyfriend and I bought an old house. He's in charge of the new construction, converting the kitchen into the master bedroom, for instance, while I'm on wallpaper removal duty. The previous owner papered every wall and ceiling. Removing it is brutal, but oddly satisfying. The best feeling is getting a long peel, similarly to your skin when you're peeling from a sunburn. I don't know about you, but I kind of make a game of peeling on the hunt for the longest piece before it rips. Under a corner section of paper in every room is a person's name and a date. Curiosity got the best of me one night when I googled one of the names and discovered the person was actually a missing person. The missing date matching the number under the wallpaper. The next day, I made a list of all the names and dates. Sure enough, 
Each name was from a missing person with dates to match. We notified the police, who naturally sent out the crime scene team. I overheard a t one text say, yup, it's human. Human? What's human? Ma'am, where's the material you removed from the walls already? That isn't wallpaper you were removing. Ew! What? <laughs> that can't be real. I don't think it's real, but it, it sounds... <laughs> It's still really creepy. It's like skin or something. Whoa. Well, how would it? How stick? would you not realize? Like you would notice the difference, you right? Have to know. Oh my gosh. Ooh. Ew. Ooh. <laughs> All right. My daughter woke me around eleven fifty last night. My wife and I had picked her up from her friend's birthday party, brought her home, and put her to bed. My wife went into the bedroom to read while I fell asleep watching the Braves game. Daddy, she whispered, tugging my shirt sleeve. Guess how old I'm going to be next month? I don't know, I said as I slipped on my glasses. How old? She smiled and held up four fingers. It's 7.30 now. My wife and I have been up with her for almost eight hours, and she still refuses to tell us where she got them. The fingers? Like she got the fing- Oh. What? She cut the fingers off of somebody? What? Well, I don't <sighs> think I get that. So- they picked her up from a friend's birthday party, and then later on, she says she's going to be, she holds up four fingers, but she refuses to say where she got them. So I'm guessing she had, like, four severed fingers. Ew. <laughs> That's super creepy. That is. Take her back. Take her back. <laughs> Can I exchange this one? <laughs> okay, this next one said, little Emily vanished last year. Now they're pouring new sidewalks in my neighborhood, and I found her name in the wet cement, written in remembrance. But it was written in reverse, and from below. That's weird. I want a picture. Well, first of all, like, how, if it was up underneath, like, how would you... Did it, how would you tell it was written in reverse? Did it poke through? Because it was, like, it would have been raised. It would have been, like, yeah, like, poking oh, up so rather like than pushed. being indented. Oh, I need a picture. I need a picture yeah. for that one. From below. Creepy. Emily's in the cement writing. <laughs> Sorry. <I'm unnecessary. laughs> a couple months ago, my friend's cousin, a single mother, bought a new cell phone. Another cell phone one. After a long day of work, she came home, placed her phone on the counter, and went to watch TV. Her son came to her and asked if he could play with her new phone. She told him not to call anyone or mess with text messages, and he agreed. Around 11.20, she was drowsy, so she decided to tuck her son in and go to bed. She walked to his room and saw that he wasn't there. She then ran over to her room and found him sleeping on her bed with the phone in his hand. Relieved, she picked her phone back up from his hand to inspect it. Browsing through it, she noticed only minor changes, such as a new background, banner, etc., but then she opened up her saved pictures. She began deleting the pictures he had taken until only one new picture remained. When she first saw it, she was in disbelief. It was her son sleeping on her bed, but the picture was taken by someone else above him, and it showed the left half of an elderly woman's face. Ew! Oh my gosh. I want the picture. <laughs> we need all these pictures. <laughs> right? Oh my gosh. No, I feel That's like that would give me nightmares. Yeah, for sure. 
Like, I love old people, but why are they so scary? Yeah. <laughs> so this one says, my grandfather told me this story about how one time he was sitting in a chair in front of the house when he heard his wife repeatedly calling him from inside the house. The thing is, my grandmother passed away a few years before that. But he told me that the voice was so pressing that he actually got up to look inside the house. And as soon as he got inside, he heard a loud crash behind him and turned around to see that the chair he had been sitting in moments ago had been crushed by the cast iron gutter that fell on it. If he hadn't come inside the house, he would have probably been seriously injured. I don't know if it's paranormal or not, but every time I think about it, it sends chills down my spine. That's crazy. That is really crazy. And now like I feel she bad. was warning him, like she knew yeah. that. Aww. Now I feel bad for saying that old people were creepy. That old pe- that old people, those old people are not <laughs> creepy. Yeah, that's kind of sweet. Like if it's true. All people that take pictures of you when you're sleeping are creepy. We can agree on that. Anybody that takes pictures of you when you're sleeping is okay, creepy. Okay, that's true. Yeah. But like while you're, if you're an old person, like trying to take a selfie with like a sleeping child. Yeah. I don't know. No. I don't know. <laughs> don't do it. Don't do it. Growing up, my bedroom was the only one that faced the street. When I was about eight or nine, I woke up to my dad calmly but firmly telling me to get up, go into the bathroom, and shut the door. I was annoyed because I was half asleep, but I listened. Apparently, I was more tired than I realized because I fell asleep on the bathroom floor. The next morning, I asked my mom what happened, and she seemed oblivious and confused. I looked at my dad like he was crazy, and I asked him why he'd woken me up. He denied doing it. I was becoming frustrated to the point of tears, but I ultimately let it go. Fast forward to college, I was home one break and I decided to ask again. I thought of that night off and on for years and it still bothered me. This time my dad goes, ha, I was wondering if you'd even remembered that. Turns out that a lot of houses on our block were being vandalized and robbed all those years ago. Someone had broken into the garage and was inside the house. My room was partially over the garage. My dad heard it happen and quietly got me to safety. Police were called. The guy ran. He was never caught, however, and my parents didn't want a terrified kid on their hands, so for years they pretended like nothing had ever happened. It wasn't supernatural, but it was unsettling for sure. No, that's scary. That is scary. Like, I I get it. I get why they did that, because... If I was a kid at that age and I thought someone was going to be breaking into my house, I would never sleep. I'd be terrified all the time. Yeah. So, I mean, I get like, that's a, I guess that's a good thing that they did it. I don't know. For sure. Yeah. I think I would do the same thing. Yeah. I think so too. All right. This one says in high school, my friends and I were messing around with an Ouija board one night. Not a good start. We... (laughs) We had done it before and nothing remarkable had ever happened. We usually did it to try and scare each other or our girlfriends. We all thought it was a joke. That night, there was no one else home except the seven of us, and we were all together around the board. One of the girls there wanted to try it. She had never done it before. This time was different. The board misspelled some of the words the same way every time. It gave answers that seemed really historically accurate for our town, 
things we neither knew or cared about. Long story short, the spirit claimed it was a 10-year-old boy who had died on the property in the 1800s and was buried there to an unmarked grave. My friend's house was on a farm on the edge of town. We were all a little freaked out because the board had never been so detailed and consistent. However, we were still skeptical and we were all assuming one of us was trying to scare the rest. Finally, my friend asked if the spirit could do something to prove he was there with us. It went yes and then spelled out knock. Then the planchet stopped moving. Then there was a on the window right next to us. The lights were on outside and there was absolutely no one out there. We never touched that effing board again. <laughs> Ooh. Oh my gosh, that's why I don't fuck with Ouija boards. No, that's so scary. I, uh, I like I believe in everything. I'm so gullible, mm-hmm. but ooh. that reminded me of a story I I heard of someone who had another experience with a Ouija board where they like called a spirit or like a seance or something and they like called a spirit to like appear on the TV that was unplugged and like did it happen yeah yeah like she this oh my god I know we're not we're not ready for our stories it ties in it's a really quick one though it's um so yeah (laughs) of all places this I remember hearing this story in Sunday school um <laughs> when I was younger oh um, but it, it stood with me because it was one of my friend's moms and like I really believe her in this story that she would not have made it up but she was at this sleepover with these friends she was talking about when she was in high school and I think it was kind of to warn us about like playing with like evil spiritual forces potentially and she said they were doing a seance and trying to like summon more like evil forces and things and they were asking like a spirit to appear on the television and she had been in the kitchen because she wasn't really like wanting to be a part of it and at the time that she was in the kitchen they had actually pulled the spirit up onto the screen and when she walked into the room she saw it for a flash and then it disappeared and then all the girlfriends got mad at her because like she disrupted this like she made it go away when they had finally gotten the spirit to appear and she was like (laughs) <laughs> oh my gosh i wouldn't want it to appear no no. <laughs> no freaky so last night i was sitting in my room watching tv before bed and i heard a strange noise it was a slow drawn out scraping against the hardwood floor confused i searched for the source of the sound and quickly found it someone had slipped a small folded note under the door what the more curious than anything i approached the note slowly i knelt down cautiously and picked up the paper on it were only five words written in a crude messy fashion get out he is coming i didn't pause to consider the meaning of the note however i immediately realized that there was something very very wrong with the situation the note came from under the closet door and i live alone um, I'd be that's about. so. I wouldn't creepy. even pack. I'd just be moving out, like done. I would be terrified. Yeah, I really would be. I wouldn't even. Mess Especially with if you that. live alone or like, I don't know. <sighs> I don't like it. I don't like it either. Done. All right, this one says, a girl got on a train one night and she sat opposite of another woman who sat between two men. She wasn't too bothered by them, except the woman seemed to be staring at her. She couldn't quite see the woman because she had her hood up. At the next stop, a man got on the train and sat next to the girl. 
After a few minutes, the man whispered to her, at the next stop, get off with me. It's important that you trust me. At their next stop, the girl got off with the man and watched the train speed away. The man then turned to the girl and said, thank God you listened to me. I'm a doctor and that woman was dead. The two men beside her were holding her up. Ooh, I've heard That's that one creepy. before. So like, what is that? There's that show. I never saw it, but like Bernie, something weekend at Bernie's or something where like they hang out with it. Is he dead? And they're like hanging out with him. <laughs> is that what that show's no. about? It's like that, but a girl on a train. That's still creepy. Plus if yeah. you're a doctor and she's dead and the men are holding her up, like why is your first response? I guess I get it. Like, just pick your battles. Like, just get off the fucking train. Well, yeah, I think it's because like if the, those men are like, bad enough to have a dead woman that they're holding up and you're alone on the train with them like i no, i think the best thing would be would leave not say anything maybe get off and call the cops but not like yeah now they confront them yeah because <laughs> who knows what they would do it's so creepy yes <sighs> a few months ago a friend of mine who is an up-and-coming nature photographer decided to spend a night alone in the woods outside of our town She wanted to get photos of the woods and wildlife as naturally as she could for her portfolio. She wasn't afraid of being alone at all as she had camped many times by herself. She set up a tent in the middle of a clearing and spent all day taking pictures. She filled up four rolls of film from the trip, but something was strange about them. What she saw in those photos has stayed with her ever since, and she's still trying to recover from the trauma that it's caused her. Almost every picture was accounted for, save for one from each roll of film. These pictures were of her in her tent asleep in the middle of the night. That's creepy. Where are all these coming from? Where like pictures of yourself that you're finding. Uh, I'm glad I've never had that. It was that old woman that was taking pictures of the little boy. Probably. (laughs) It's the same one. That is really creepy. Yeah. Because if ghosts can do stuff like that, why aren't they doing it while anyone's awake? Yeah. Maybe it's the like the toys from Toy Story. They only move when you're unconscious. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh my gosh. All right. This one says it was the exact day a year earlier that Thomas's little brother Aiden had gone missing. Thomas had planned a reunion on the fourth of November of every year to celebrate the life of his younger brother who had gone missing on this day. It was a sad occasion, and most everyone that came made a speech, some longer than others. When everyone had left, his mom had started to cry on the couch. Can you make us some tea, honey? She sniffled. Thomas made his way to the kitchen and put the kettle on the stove. He heard a knock on the door and went to answer, but strangely enough, no one was there. Stupid pranksters, Thomas said under his breath. Then he served his mom and dad the tea. A couple minutes later, he heard a knock on the door again. He opened it, and again, no one was there. He was getting really annoyed by the whole situation and went back to the living room with his mom and dad, who were setting up Aiden's favorite movie. By the end of the movie, Thomas heard another knock at the door. He was really fed up with this prank, but he decided to play along anyway. Sure enough, no one was there. But as soon as he closed the door, it was knocked on again. Come outside, a disordered voice said. No, said Thomas. The voice laughed. <laughs> Why not? Your brother did. <gasps> oh, no. <laughs> no. It's aliens. I it's think all- that was a prankster of like an evil 
Like, I, kids just, their brains are not fully developed. And I think, honestly, they're like, they really just don't understand the gravity of situations like that. Yeah. And I think it was like a shitty little kid. <laughs> <laughs> but he's missing. I think it was, I think it was the the aliens that took his brother last year. Maybe Bigfoot. Back for him. Yeah, or maybe th- Bigfoot. Because the knocking. Oh, definitely Bigfoot. Yeah. Yeah. And they're really good at hiding with their invisibility cloaks. So. Yeah. Because that was the other thing. Big figure. They knock on wood. They like, they're like wood knockers. (laughs) So probably that. They're just real lucky. They're trying to get the luck. Ah, sorry. (laughs) (laughs) So that's it for the stories that have been sent into us. Do you have any spooky stories? I do, and I was debating which ones to tell. So many um, Okay, so this was a really creepy situation. This was years ago, but I had someone, um, the, someone in my family that was like just having trouble with like feeling like they were like seeing like demonic spirits, which already is like kind of creepy, but really to the point where like they truly believed this and it like were terrified of them when they would see them and they were not diagnosed with schizophrenia or anything like that and had been evaluated for that because that was like my first thought with it to be honest (laughs) anyways they were they were cleared in that sense at the time and so there was one time where they were over at my apartment and they were in kind of like an empty or like an extra guest room and they were seeing these like demonic creatures in the closet i did not see anything i was like it's okay like nothing's there but that wasn't really very helpful and they were like get out of here like it's whatever like and so i like left the room because i was just like freaked out and i don't know if it was like i kind of felt the energy of it or if it was just the whole situation was scary and i'm like kind of easily scared so i went to the other room and I remember that what I did was I just started praying and I was like, whatever is going on, like I pray that you just like get rid of it. Like I was trying to be careful with it because I'm not about to do some sort of weird ritual. Like I don't know enough about that stuff to try to like (laughs) take on the demons or something. But I just remember going to the room and like praying and then all of a sudden within minutes, they came out of the room and they were like, they're gone they're gone and they didn't know that i was like crying in the other room and that that creeped me out like i went in the other room they had no idea and then right after i was like crying they were like what the heck like they're they're totally gone they left so that was crazy so we used to go ghost hunting all the time like that was our thing when when i was in high school um, the guy that I was dating back then and our group of friends and you went sometimes too. And we, I remember we would go all the time and there was one time specifically, and this is definitely one of those you had to be there stories, but it was so scary. There was 15 or 16 of us and we went to this cemetery. We didn't go to just regular ones in town. We would always go to ones like in the middle of the country, in the middle of the woods, ones that weren't even like kept up or mowed around like old, old cemeteries. And we went to this one and all of us were out there and we hadn't really taken it seriously. We were just mostly just having fun. And like we had our old digital cameras so we could see if there was orbs or whatever. And 
we're out there in the middle of the night and it's kind of getting boring. Nothing's happening. And I told my boyfriend at the time, I said, hey, go over there and then act like you heard something like to scare everybody. He's like, okay. So he kind of walks away a little bit and he comes back to me and he kind of whispers. He's like, dude, there really is something over there. And I was like, don't scare me. You're supposed to scare everybody. He's like, I'm being dead serious right now. There's something going on over there. And all of a sudden we hear the loudest scream I've ever heard in my life. It sounded like a hundred year old woman, just like, and everybody said it sounded like she was screaming right in their ear. It was so loud and it's pitch black and we're in the middle of a cemetery and we all start running, tripping over. Like I had bruises all over my legs because I kept tripping over these gravestones to get out of the cemetery. It was so scary. One of the girls that was with us uh, kind of walked back to the area, not totally, but she took a picture with her digital camera and it looked like a mist of a figure sitting on a log down kind of by the area that we were. And that was really, really scary. Like I said, you had, it was one of those where you had to be there for it to be scary, but it was, I was free. I was still freaked out about it. That's super creepy. Well, anytime there's like scary stuff that happens in a seminary, seminary, <laughs> <in a> cemetery, <laughs> scary stuff I'm sure happens on seminary too, but yeah. in a cemetery, I, I don't know. <laughs> like you could have like a leaf fall on you and I would be like creeped out in a cemetery at night. Oh man. <laughs> I could do a whole episode just on like stories from ghost hunting. That was the scariest one though, for sure. Before we move on to Joe Jam, I have a drink recipe for you guys. It's called the Devil's Margarita. It's a little sweet, a little tart, and a lot of spooky. It's super easy to make. Most of you probably have all the ingredients on hand, and it literally just takes a few seconds to make. Of course, you need tequila because, duh, of course you do. Lime juice, simple syrup, which is basically a one-to-one ratio of water and sugar boiled into a syrup and used as a sweetener. And then red wine, which is poured at the surface, giving the drink a layered look. So you fill a cocktail shaker with ice and then add in tequila, lime juice, and the simple syrup. Shake until chilled and pour into your glass. Then you take a spoon and set it at a 45 degree angle, placed barely inside the margarita mixture with the back of the spoon facing towards the ceiling. Pinch the top of the wine bottle with your finger and slowly pour the red wine over the back of the spoon so that it drizzles on the surface of the margarita and pour until there's about a fourth inch layer of red wine. And enjoy. That sounds fun. Yeah. And now it's time for Joe Jam. Yeah. <laughs> what do you got this week? I have, um, it is called Pressure by Ari Lennox. And she is kind of more R&B sound, but it's fun. And it's a, a newer song that's out. Awesome. I have another banger I found on TikTok. And I think it's been out for a while. It's by J. Cole featuring Amber Kaufman. And the song's called She Knows. And it's not country. I don't. I think there's some rap. I don't know. Yeah. But I really liked it. Yeah, so. J. Cole raps. Oh, okay. I, I didn't know who that was. <laughs> I don't like, think I know uh, who Amber Kaufman is, though. I'll have I to look her up. Yeah. But it's a good one. So check them out, guys. And now. It's time to dish fish. You better dish fish. 
So for this week, keeping with the spooky season theme we have going on, we got some spooky questions for Dishbish. Are you ready? Yes, I think so. <laughs> we'll see. <laughs> First, would you rather see the ghost of a stranger or someone you know? And you can't pick neither. <laughs> I think someone I know. I think it would partly depend on the circumstances and context, but I think someone I know. Like if I'm going to have to see a ghost, maybe someone I know. If it's like in my house, I feel like I'd rather it be someone I know than a stranger. But if I'm walking down the street, I don't care. Although it would be cool to see someone that you know. Yeah. If it's passed on, be like, oh. Yeah. Good to see you again. <laughs> right. Howdy. So How's it going? <laughs> How's death treating you? <laughs> treating you. Wow. <laughs> what is your favorite thing about Halloween? This is a great question. I want to say like dressing up, but if I'm being honest, I haven't dressed up for Halloween in so, so long. It's embarrassing. I probably just like the fall season and I don't know. That's such a crappy answer. No, mine's the same. Fall it's like, season. <laughs> it's like, mine's hell? basic white girl stuff. Like I love the pumpkin spice and going to pumpkin patches and yeah oh that the pumpkin patches yes yeah for sure like that's those are my favorite things and like pumpkin spice so basic all right next do you believe in doppelgangers can you just brief me on doppelgangers really quickly i i think i know what they are i think it's like someone I think it's like another you or it's it's either like another you or someone that looks exactly like you and is like everything about them is exactly like you personality looks everything like a clone that's not a clone yeah is it like a paranormal thing or is it like well they believe that there's probably someone else on the planet that looks like me no 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 they say if you run into your doppelganger you'll die hmm yeah that sounds legit. <laughs> I'm going to say no. Not in the sense of probably what it really means. Yeah, I think no too. But if I knew more about it, then I'd probably believe it. I know, right? <laughs> Same. Yeah. If someone you love committed a murder, would you help them cover it up? Yeah. It would... Asking for a friend. <laughs> no. <laughs> it would depend. This is going to be a shitty answer, but it's the truth. It would depend on who it was and what it was for. Yeah. Like, because if a friend murdered someone out of self-defense and then they were just, like, panicking and wanted me to help them cover it up, I would be like, we can we can work this out. Like, we don't, right. like, trying to cover this up is going to make it so much worse. Well, but then I'm like, but if they just brutally murdered someone, then I'm like, yeah, <laughs> we need to cover this up. I don't know. I maybe is such a crap answer, man. My answers just suck today. No, I I like it because mine are kind of the same. Like it just depends. It mostly depends on who it is that committed the murder, because I'm willing to go to prison for just a few people, not a lot. Yeah, but a few I'd go to prison for. Because I'd probably, like, I am stupid, and I'm sure I'd get in trouble or caught somehow and go to prison. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. If you were asked to come up with a horror movie, what would it be about? 
I could, I could. It would end up being not a horror movie. It'd be like, it'd <laughs> start that way and be like, yeah, I don't like that. It'd be, end up being like a magical movie with like some paranormal stuff and like a few semi-scary parts. Um, I mean, honestly, but if I, if I had to come up with a horror movie, I would probably do it about some kind of like a murder scenario, um, like a, almost like a true crime inspired type of thing. Nice. Yeah. What about you? I don't think there's enough like ghost movies out. I really like ghost movies. Good ones. Like they need to come up with a good ghost movie or ghost series or something. Not demon. No. Because I really liked the paranormal activity movies until they went all demon-y and it's like, well, I don't like that. Yeah, because I can deal with the paranormal stuff. But once we get like too deep into like evil spirits I just don't want to. Yeah. I don't want to open those doors. Exactly. All right. Would you ever participate in a seance? No, I don't think so. Would you? I have actually. And it was really cool. It wasn't like you see in the movies where everyone's like sitting in a circle around a table and they're like knocking or anything. It was, it actually seemed really legit. I went to this woman's house with a friend of mine and we all kind of like sat in this room and they did this thing to like cleanse it and make it so it was like a positive place and there was someone that kind of talks to dead people I guess but it was really cool like it wasn't it wasn't like you think it wasn't like scary or negative or whatever but I would definitely do it again because it was really well, that's fun. cool yeah maybe if I knew more about it and it was like some an environment I felt safe in and it wasn't I just immediately think of like everyone wearing like black and taking candles into the woods and like summoning evil spirits oh, no, like no, no. which i know is not like obviously what you were doing no so, like maybe if i was more educated i think you might have liked this one this one this was pretty cool that i went to and then they also had snacks and wine too so that's definitely well yeah I'd, I'd go for that <laughs> i'd go for the snacks if it gets creepy i'm just gonna excuse myself to go eat some cheese and crackers <laughs> Would you rather sleep in a cemetery or in the woods alone? In the cemetery with someone or? Nope, alone. <laughs> You're alone either way than just in the woods. Well, I don't know because a cemetery is like more open. You can kind of see stuff where the woods is like, they're like you're, you're like, what's behind that tree? I don't know. <laughs> right. Probably I agree. If it's a cemetery like in a town somewhere, I'd be cool with that. But if it's the ones that we used to go ghost hunting at that are basically in the middle of nowhere, probably yeah. the woods. Yeah. Also, but the woods it was... depends where they're at. I wouldn't want to sleep in the woods in the deep east Tennessee in the Appalachians. Oh, my gosh. No. <laughs> but if it was with someone, like, I would sleep in a cemetery with you yeah. over sleeping in the woods alone. Yes. Does that make sense? Same. And our last question of the night, and I think I know the answer. Have you ever used a Ouija board? No. No. Have you? I had one when I was a creepy kid, and I don't remember anything ever happening. I, I had it for a little bit. My mom got it for me from Toys R Us. And, <laughs> <laughs> and um, I think we threw it away not too long after because I was getting scared of everything. But no, I don't think anything happened. It? If I find like it. you're like we threw it away years ago and then it like appears under your bed. Oh <laughs> I'm moving. 
<laughs> That'd be so creepy. That would be super creepy. All right, guys. Thank you for joining us for our spooky ghost stories. Make sure to check under your beds tonight. Check the closets. Make sure there's no doppelgangers outside your door. Knock it on your door. And check your camera roll every morning. Check your camera roll. The ghosts have taken pictures of you sleeping. Let us know if they do. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right, guys. Make sure to like, follow, subscribe. Give us a good review. All the things. All the things. If you have not, follow us on Instagram and the TikTok at Boom Tequila Podcast. And Facebook now. We're on Facebook. Yes, we're on, we're on Facebook. Facebook. We're on the Facebook. We're everywhere that you can you can find the things. And we will see you guys next week. Bye. Peace.